Hello and welcome to HW News Report. Here you can listen to news from political and economical world. Follow this podcast now to stay updated. At HW News, we have been delivering news that matters to you. Our goal is to present you with information that simulates conversation around topics of larger public importance that are often lost in the noise of shrill prime time. Hello viewers, my name is Aarti Ghargi and you're watching HW News. A district court jury in Australia, Sydney, found an Indian-origin man guilty of 39 charges against him, including rape. The jury found that the man posted deceptive job offers online to lure Korean women, spiked their drinks of food and raped or assaulted them while they were unconscious. Over and above this horrendous crime, he even filmed it and saved it in his computer with a spreadsheet detailing the names of the Korean women, what he thought about them and whether he should pursue them or not. The videos were shown in the courtroom and they were so unsettling that the jury asked to be sent home early. Reportedly, when the prosecutors, jury and the court staff spilled into the hallways later, some had red eyes and some were visibly shaking. The Sydney Morning Herald termed him one of the worst rapists in the city's recent history. But why am I telling you this story? Because the man in question here is reportedly connected to political elites in India. He is a founder and ex-chief of the organization Overseas Friends of BJP Australia chapter, Balesh Thankar. And he was clicked several times with the Prime Minister of India, Narendra Modi. Who is this Balesh Dhankar? How did he trap Korean women in his web of lies? How was he nabbed? What is his connection with the BJP? And how did he have access to the Prime Minister? Let's talk about this in today's video. But before that, if you're watching this video on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, like this video and comment below it. And if you're watching this video on Facebook, then please follow our page and share this video. 13 counts of rape, 17 counts of intimate recording without consent, 6 counts of using intoxicating substances to commit indictable offences, assault with an act of indecency. This is a case that shook Australia's Sydney, but more so the Indian community in Australia. Described as one of the worst rapists in the city's recent history, Balesh Thankar, a prominent member of the Indian community in Australia, was found guilty of luring five Korean women into a web of lies, paralyzing them with drugs and holding trophies of his callous assaults. What was his modus operandi to lure Korean women? Let's talk about that first. According to the Sydney Morning Herald, Balesh had a fetish for Korean women and targeted them after meeting them under the pretext of job interviews. He had a very specific modus operandi to ensnare the women, using the same hotel, same cafe and Korean restaurant in almost all the rapes. Prosecutors said he spiked glasses of wine and other drinks with tablets of sleeping drugs, Stilnox or infamous date rape drug Rohypnol. Dhankar filmed the rapes on a camera hidden in a clock he bought on eBay or on his mobile phone which were both recovered by police. It was in 2018 when police raided his CBD apartment that they found dozens of videos of him having sex with these women. According to Sydney Morning Herald, sometimes the women in the video were unconscious, other times they struggled and groaned as if in a nightmare. The videos were sorted into folders and each of them were labelled with the Korean woman's name. 
The detectives also found a series of bookmarks in Dhankar's browser. The bookmarks of porn videos. The police officer in charge of Dhankar's case, Surgeon Katrina Guide, suspected that Dhankar was living out a disturbed fantasy. During a trial this month, Crown Prosecutor Kate Nightingale said that the videos he bookmarked online were very similar to the videos he took. That is unconscious Korean women subjected to sex. He, however, denied this. The prosecutor said he thought it was fun watching Korean women who were unconscious impaired. To this, he replied, it was just a porn video. It has nothing to do with unconscious or impaired Korean women. The Sydney Morning Herald report says that away from public spotlight, Dhankar was increasingly obsessed with Korean cinema, Korean language and Korean women. He developed a complex trap that began with a fake job ad for Korean translators posted in 2017. Dhankar recorded conversations with these women who were alone, desperate for work and new in Sydney. He later, during the cross-examination in the court, also agreed that there in fact was no job, no company. It was an attempt to manipulate these women. He used to interview these women at the Hilton Hotel Cafe. Dhankar interviewed each of the women at the Hilton Hotel Cafe before pressuring them into dinner, a soju or wine. Then he would make an excuse to go up to his apartment in World Square Tower. Sometimes he used to promise them a view of the opera house or claimed he needed his car keys. He would then give the women wine or ice cream laced with sedatives. Traces of this were also found in the blood and hair of two victims. He told doctors he needed the drugs to rest so he could devote more time to his family. Incidentally, Dhankar's wife and family did not live in Australia at that point of time. He not only raped the unconscious women, but also recorded his sexual assaults using a camera hidden in his bedside alarm clock and on his phone. The contents of the video are too confronting to describe in detail. The jury writhed as they watched the video. At one stage, it became too much and they asked to be sent home early. Prosecutors and court staff moments later spilled into the hallways of the court. Some had red eyes, others were shaking, but Dhankar was impassive according to the report. The detectives also found a spreadsheet with the names of all the women who responded to the ad. The spreadsheet includes his victims, whether he thought they were attractive, whether they had sex and how they reacted to being drugged and abused. On a handwritten note, Dhankar also described one woman as stupid and a good target. In his defense, Dhankar claimed that he kept the videos to prevent visitors to his home from accidentally stumbling across the files. Prosecutors described his reasoning as one of his most outlandish lies. He even said that he lied to women because he was lonely after an extramarital affair broke down. He blamed his loneliness on the unfulfilling intimacy of his marriage. His wife often accompanied him to courts in tears. In the years leading up to the trial, Balesh sought suppression orders and when that failed, in the years leading up to the trial, Balesh sought suppression orders and when that failed, he ran away from cameras outside the court. He removed his photographs from social media and he wore masks in public. He reportedly sold his assets and properties to fund his legal defense. He could have pled guilty back in 2018 as well, but he chose to contest the charges with the amount of evidence recorded by himself. However, he has still not pled guilty to most of the charges and even said that the women had consented to have sex with him. 
Now the question is, who is this Balesh Thankar and how is he connected to BJP? Balesh Dhankar is a founder and former president of the Overseas Friends of BJP. He had reportedly played a key role in organizing Prime Minister Narendra Modi's reception in Sydney in 2014. In March, when reports of Dhankar's crimes first came to light, the organization tweeted that Dhankar had resigned in 2018 itself. Dhankar has been photographed with Prime Minister Narendra Modi and according to Sydney News report, he was a prominent figure in the diaspora events. One picture of him posted by Sydney Morning Herald is reportedly from when he attended the swearing-in ceremony of Prime Minister Modi in 2014. On behalf of Hindu Council of Australia, he spoke at many functions including interfaith seminars at the University of Sydney and at the Sydney Harbour Bridge Climb organised by HCA in 2015. He was the lead data visualisation consultant who worked for Sydney trains during all these raves and he was reportedly hired by Pfizer and ABC for one-year contracts while on bail in 2019 to 2021. Now, Overseas Friends of BJP is a NRI community having different units in different countries. It has a unit in USA too. That hit the headlines in 2020 when they registered as a foreign agent in the country. It has a chapter in UK as well as in Netherlands, Uganda and several different countries. It is believed that many wealthy NRIs are part of this community who also fund the BJP. That's all for this video. Do let us know what you think about this in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in. If you like this episode, please rate us with 5 stars right now. HW News Podcasts are available on Benchpods and all other audio platforms. Also, don't miss to check out South Connect from the House of HW News Podcasts. And we're sure you'll love it too.